This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Okay, for some reason the intro did not play, but welcome to episode four of Tea and Time Out. You're here with your usual Josh and Moore. Say hello, Moore. Hello. And we have Maria absent at the moment. Um, she's on the phone with Moore, aren't you, Maria? Hi, guys. Yeah, so to this whole episode, we're just going to have Maria on the phone due to because she has COVID at the moment, but we want to continue the show with, with her with us. You're too kind. I don't feel the best, but um, it's still very nice. Thank you for being here, Maria. It's not the same without you. Thank you, Josh. And who do you guys have as your special guest today? So, we have one of my amazing friend. His name is... My name is Tone. What's (laughs) up? It's a pleasure to be here and excited to have a chat with you guys. Yes, welcome. What's the connection between you guys? So, Moore and I met four, six, seven years ago. Yeah. We both attended the same high school, but we're both Thai. So, uh, just being Thai, the community in Christchurch is pretty small. Everyone knows each other, all the gossip and everything. But So, naturally, we just levitated yeah. toward each other. Oh, cool. I've got a funny story on how we actually, like, I think how we knew each other, though, was I remember we were lining up for math. And someone in his um, class Super like kicked, subject, um, kicked me over, and then that's when he like noticed me, and he like was like realized, and then we saw each other at the temple, and then we're like, oh shit, we go to the same school, and then that's how we knew each other. But it's because oh. his friend tripped me over. Well, I don't know if his friend, but someone. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Oh, I, 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 I remember yeah. that vividly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, what's this um, temple that you guys meet at? So we have a Thai temple. It's just like any other like religious temple like a mosque or something but yeah. it's it's a temple for Buddhist people really yeah. but it's called the the Thai temple and w- they host like all the Thai uh, holidays such as Thai New Year and Thai what is uh, Loikatong that's like Thai Thanksgiving almost kind of thing yeah. like, they host all those types of events and so Moore and I used to go to it but due to COVID and other, <laughs> other situations that we'll talk about <laughs> later it it's not really the best thing to go to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. Look forward to that. All right. So the topics for today, guys, is um, worst and best experiences at the workplace. So that's bosses, co-workers, just the job itself, yeah. maybe. And then if we have time, we can also go to flatmates as well. Yeah. So plenty of tea there to talk about. Definitely. So I'm, for memory, I think we've all worked... At multiple places. Oh, yeah. So and also we've all... Well, I've worked with Moore yeah. at a place and Maria, but then also there's a connection between Tone and Moore at a workplace. Right? I've worked with Moore. Well, we've never worked at the same time, but we've yeah. had the same manager. Yeah. Because I remember I had to fill in a shift because I think Tone had football, so then I picked up a shift and I was like, Tone works here? I was like, no way. Like yeah. I didn't even know this. Like... T- Tone's just out here like chatting with my brother oh, without man. me knowing. I go to the same school as this dude. dude Moore's brother is a legend. Debatable. <laughs> 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 I've never met him. Never even seen a photo he's of him. He's the most quiet guy <laughs> oh, okay. ever, but he's the most nicest guy. Oh, he's, nice. He's lovely. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Unlike Moore, <laughs> <laughs> not lovely. You know what? Maybe next time we won't be having Tone <laughs> in the shots. <laughs> um, did anyone want to start with their 
worst workplace? I think more. You you should start with what's <sighs> best or worst. What up to you? Um. Okay. So let's just do a wee um thing. I've worked at like six, seven different workplaces Ooh. before in my life. Um, and I feel like there's a reason why I'm not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think we should start with the one where Tone and I were both at. Um, we there was this one manager who was just very like you know someone who's like very like perfectionist, but like don't need to be because you know like someone's very stingy. Super micromanaging. Yeah. The most micromanaging person I've ever met. And I felt like I think me like Tone and I left for the same reason, but I also left for the fact that so since I'm Thai, but I was born here. I didn't like, you know, I've never been to Thailand and all that. So people, yeah, so people think (laughs) I'm like whitewashed. So like all the people, like the chefs, the bosses and everything, including my brother, um, would just make fun of me and be like, oh, you've never tasted this. You've never like done this. And I'm like, I have like, you know, my mother is Thai. Like Mm -hmm. she, you know, does this at home. I have, and it it really annoyed me because they just like looked down (laughs) on me a lot. Um, So that was a push for me to also leave. And you went to Hoyts. I remember you telling me that you oh um yeah <laughs> you went i remember you telling me that you went um from a thai place to your new job so shout out daniel Woods. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and jack um <laughs> yeah i because so that was my first job was at at that place yeah um and yeah i really did not like it there i think i stayed way too long tone left at a great time man man was smart about it mm-hmm. um but yeah definitely like something I learned was that I also I never got breaks and I didn't know at the time so this is this is my first job I was like 14 when I got the job I obviously don't know much what's going on don't know how workplace is meant to be run for like six months I worked there I did not know that I was allowed a break like the whole time I didn't have a single not even a 15 minute no I didn't have a single I was actually only I was allowed a 10 minute but I didn't even know like and the thing is I didn't even know that the company gave me free food but I yeah Tone's like I knew all this but I <sighs> I didn't and Missed I think the memo. I think they definitely took advantage of that because I didn't know and then like at one point there was this one time where I kind of hurt myself and they're like oh you can take a break and I'm like <laughs> what I'm like, can I take a break? She's like, yeah, you're allowed a 10-minute break. But I'm like, you've never told me this. And I was like, oh. it just really annoyed me. And something that also annoyed me was um, that they, they're one of those people that if you work overtime, like if you work, so it's five to nine. If you work past nine, you don't get paid at all. And they'll stay there till 11 just to make sure the job gets done and you don't get paid any of that at all, which <laughs> toxic, that's insane. Yeah. yeah. Well, were they trying to save money? Is that the thing? Yeah. Yeah. Stingy mm. once again. Stingy. Um, but yeah, does Tone have anything to say about this? So, so mm. on top of that, like when I started, that was super busy. Like that was like it was one of the best restaurants. I think it still is. The food's really good. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it was super busy. It was super property profiting, and then it got close to the winter. And winter is like the down period for restaurants surprisingly so like when they started seeing less customers less profit that's like there's a direct correlation with like the manager getting more and more moody mm. and like little things like I I used to be like an entree takeaway kid so like I'd be in charge of scooping satay sauce on your chicken skewers so shout out if you guys like chicken satay because I always hooked Wait, it up <laughs> no that was the kitchen hand job because I did that but kitchen- I did it you know because they were too stingy to hire that chick and she was always doing some other stuff oh. so like some t- one day like I scooped like a teaspoon too much of satay sauce and she was on my backside what? and like yelling at me nah. that's the same nah. me. or like, if it's overcooked by a little yeah. bit oh, no nah, the problem with that is like you can make a mistake yeah. but the problem is when they start yelling at you and making yeah. you feel really bad and the thing is it's actually so you know when you cook chicken it's kind of hard to tell 
Um, they make you cook it in the microwave, so oh, it's kind of yeah. like, what are you expecting me? Like, I'm gonna overcook it a little bit. Like, I don't want to get anyone's like sa- salmonella. Yeah, salmonella. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's like it's kind of hard to t- tell too because you're cooking it in a microwave. Like, I don't know what they're expecting us. You know? Yeah. Nah. nah. Like. So did you ever like lose your temper at your boss or like you know when they start telling you off? It's hard to not get mad, eh? So I'm quite a Tyreshon veteran. I started working at a Tyreshon when I was 14. And then I, I left it. That one was really good. Uh, I left that one because the, there was different managers and the manager wanted every waiter to be over 18, which is understandable because it was in the middle of town. And then I left to another one, which was also in the middle of town. And everything was all breezy. But uh, three months in, uh, I was 16 and uh, I was the most experienced staff front of house person after three months <laughs> so if that tells you about like the turnaround the turn, yeah. it's crazy yeah because and then like so like all right, i was like front of house manager at 16 it's like it's all chill and then one day like we we're so busy we we're understaffed and it's like it's like t- a really good restaurant for byos mm. and so like you can think about like, all the byos all like these rowdy students mm-hmm. and stuff like and she really wanted that there owner's also the head chef so she wants to get the food out as quick as possible and one Thai so we do tom yum which is like a Thai soup and on the bottom of the tom yum it's served on like a silver platter and then below it there's like a compartment for like oil there's like some oil Mm. gel or something Mm. and what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to light it up so it's served hot and and we were in such a rush that I forgot to to serve it hot I forgot to light the fire on the gel and I served it and then the customer told me and I took it back just to light it yeah. and the head chef just flipped she like <sighs> she started yelling at me she's like oh my god how could you you're so useless how could you not like do that and all this stuff and I was like oh. the disrespect yeah. eh? I was just it's like, like <laughs> when you're working so hard yeah. and like you know they should probably be grateful that you're still there yeah. like you're not yeah. leaving like everyone else well, is exactly. I don't think sometimes the workplace understands that when you're under staff oh like Oh you, oh, the like you know, you're understaffed. You can't do much about yeah. it. And if it's busy, it's busy. And it's like you can't be blaming like the workers. Mm. Like you should be blaming the management for not actually hiring more people, mm-hmm. finding yeah. more people. And it's sometimes you know, sometimes you can't find it, and it's fine. But you can't blame it on anyone because in the end, you guys are all struggling together as a team. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. you've always obviously, you know, the employees will get yelled at from the employer. So yeah, yeah. it's always it's always our fault, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. To, well, talking about micromanagement and also like people yelling at you when you make a tiny mistake, yeah. I've got a story of that as well of um, when I was a waiter and um, I always like to help other tables. You know, you get set your tables, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it was not a very busy night. Um, so what kind of happened was that people would help other tables. Like if there was some food that was getting cold, um, and the person who was set to the table was busy, you would take it to that table for them, like just to help out. Because if you don't have anything to do, you might as well. That was always my logic. Yeah. And also I'd seen other people do it, including the manager. So this night, um, he tells me off quite strongly one time that I'm supposed to stick to my section no matter what. Mm. I was like, fine. I was already a little bit annoyed at that because it was like I had nothing to do. I was just helping. Fine. I was like, fine. I will stick to my section. And then as the night got a little bit busier, um, he started asking me to do things for other sections. And I kind of was like thinking to myself, should I be cheeky and go like, what about sticking to my own section? What happened to that? But I bit my tongue. I just held my tongue. Mm. But after a while, 
I kind of went, okay, so we are helping other sections. So the one time then I decided to take some initiative, take a couple wine glasses to a table that wasn't in my section. The the manager kind of goes, uh, Josh, what, what are you doing? I was like, oh, look, I just took those glasses there. This person was busy. And he goes, like, how many times do I have to tell you to stick to your own oh section? I don't want to keep on telling you. And um, I just go, you know what? Maybe you have to tell me one more time. <laughs> I kind of just, I, I kind of get a little bit annoyed. And I, and I have like, you know, the um, black circular yeah. thing that you hold the drinks on. Yeah. And I kind of put it on the, the bench a little loudly. Oh. Aggressive? Then, <laughs> yeah, not like super aggressive, but enough that he kind of then, Josh, if you want to leave, leave now with that attitude, you know, you can just leave. <gasps> And so I said, all right, I'm out. Oh, and I literally savage. just walked out the door. And it was a crazy feeling because it was like, man, I've just lost my job just like that. Yeah. But I was, it was kind of a long time coming. You know how yeah. tensions start rising. It's like, yeah, yeah micromanagement. Yep. And so I literally just went, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm out. Well, you know what's crazy about that is because the thing is, every, every workplace I go to is you always hear if you're not busy you should keep you should make yourself busy and oh, do something yeah. initiative right yeah and it's crazy that you're out here actually like helping out but you're getting told off and yeah. I'm like but you no, always get told that you should keep true. yourself busy because like managers always go like don't stand around and do nothing don't talk you know all yeah. this stuff and it's not like not you to do nothing yeah yeah right. it's like okay well I could sanitise this bench for the 10th time in this <laughs> last 20 minutes or I can just have a little chat but fine you know like there's this weird balance between them not wanting you to do anything and not wanting to like do things outside of your job, I guess. But it's I like crazy. doing it. I think you should be able to take initiative, oh, yeah. and you know, like a manager should should almost like um, encourage that, eh? Yeah. 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 Oh my god, I can't believe that actually happened because I feel like that's toxic. Like. Yeah, I was kind of happy to be gone because I mean, you know, I was a waiter, but it wasn't really like you know my career, so I knew that. I would be okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, before we continue, I'm just going to quickly, do you have any stories, Maria, about micromanaging? Oh, about micromanaging? Um, when I was working at a previous job, um, so I was crew for about a year and then I became a manager, um, and I felt like within my training, they were kind of telling me, you need to be this type of way and like come across like aggressive and all of that and I'm not an aggressive person um, and I didn't like that so I had my own style of managing and sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't <laughs> um, but I did find it hard um, with the whole micromanaging thing because I didn't like to micromanage unless it was someone that um, really needed help and like not in the way that um, I just found it really, really hard just because I just like to help train people mm. and be like, you know, um, just making sure that they are okay in their area and sometimes I'll just kind of pull them in and be like, hey, like, do you need certain training in this area or this is happening? Like, sometimes there's a backstory as to why they're not doing the best at their job, if you know what I mean. Mm. And yeah. I think, I think like, with, you know, me and you, I think because we were once crew and then we got put up I feel like we probably understand the crew the most on why they do yeah. things like that and it's because it's literally the manager you know what I mean and exactly I reckon like it's best my kind of management style would be you know let people kind of 
have fun as well as as long as they don't like take the mick mm. like if they're starting to you know disappear to the toilet every 10 minutes then you have to micromanage but if they're just having a laugh but getting the job done in a good time then let them because the job should be fun yeah, yeah, I think I did the best work when I was having fun. Like yeah. when I was with my mates. Like when I when you look forward to doing work, like I think you can yeah. get the best done. Yeah, and you respect the job enough that you want to d- yeah. make the money. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I really hate it when you're like um, when you literally so like the whole time you've been working right, and then you do like a one minute chat with your coworker, like a one minute chat, and that's that one minute is when the, your manager comes in and oh. sees and be like. Why are you chatting? Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. You should be like working, and it's just like I have been working mm-hmm. this whole time. It's just just wrong timing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that happens. It's like well, it's like when I was playing, you know, games like GTA Five, and and everything would be fine. But then the minute my parents walked in, it was like oh, something yeah. was happening that I couldn't, you know, switch a tab real quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty good for bad like micromanagement. Yeah, we, I, yeah. Oh. Quick! Oh, sorry. Quickly, I have exactly the same story as Josh. Just to jump in real quick, yeah. I yeah. also walked out of my job. Wow! After that, you guys are savages. Yeah. Like I don't have the balls to do it. But like I walked into the kitchen and I said "sawadee which means goodbye in Thai, and I just walked out and I was and I shook hands with my. The other like co-owner, I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. Mm. I just walked out and it was. It felt really really good yeah. like I was like oh man it's like, like I don't have to put up with this yeah. eh? it's I was like, like it was like a like so much weight just off my shoulders so what made you do like what what situation did it happen for you was it that night it was that, that, that night, night. I was like yelled. it was towards the end I was like cleaning I was like oh no and then she yelled at me for something else I was like stuff this I'm just gonna I just like snapped like usually mm. like Back then, I was, like, 16. I was a super introvert. Still am, but, like, I was, like, super shy, like, just, you know, mm. walking around. And then uh, something just snapped in me. I was like, okay, I'm going to walk in, walk out. Yeah. And then ever since then, I got a, I got a place in a new restaurant, and it's been really good. So It's like, yeah, yeah you're, you need to know when yeah. to walk away. And, oh, yeah. And it's sometimes hard, but it's so good. But, it, yeah, like, new opportunities is mm. always out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, the, the, it, you say it's like you don't know how we kind of left our job I think it is when you snap and it's like everything builds up and then you just almost just something changes and it, it actually is a lot easier like you know to do it because I don't really like confrontation either mm-hmm. but if you lose your temper or not lose your temper but like lose like you you can only deal with up. so much yeah and then it's just walk away yeah. which is the best thing to do you, you don't want to have a meltdown and like break cutlery oh, yeah. and you know plates but yeah yeah, no, I, I, no, because I totally understand now because, um, I, you know, I've resigned a few places and all that, and I felt like I probably stayed in some companies for way too long, and like the build up really gets to you. Like sometimes, you know, when you think you can just like brush it off and be like, it's fine, they're having a bad day, mm-hmm. it's okay. But then when you realize it happens too much, it's kind of like, Okay, why am I letting some person who's not even close to me ruin my mental health? Yeah. Like, mm. you should be coming to work. Like, I get it, they're paying you to do the job, but it's also like, you know, if it's going to screw up your mental health, yeah. why yeah. why stay? Mm. And I feel like... It's worth more than $20 an hour. Oh, right. 100%, yeah. 100%. And now, minimum wage has gone up. Like, yeah, guys, wow. choose yeah. wisely what job you go to. Find an easy, cruisy job. Like, oh, yeah. it's... You're earning a lot more than what we used to in, like, $15, $14 an hour. Yeah. Like, yeah. Honestly. 
Yeah, no, I respect you guys for working all through high school. Oh, man. I mean, I was on and off, but I don't think I held, a, like, a proper job. I think I did, like, weekends mm-hmm. kind of thing, like, mm. casual work. But you guys sound like you were doing, like, how much, you know? I don't know if we... I guess we did the same as you. Because oh, we yeah, always okay. did, like, you know, the, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday night shifts that no one wanted to do. Oh, but yeah. that's because we were, like, 16 and we didn't really party much. And mm. more, more and I are a bit of nerds back in yeah, the day well I hate to break it to you but I was working like full time during high school yeah kidding? but like I think like wait, maybe when I was in like when I was 14, 15 I was working two jobs but like the other job was paper run but actually paper okay, run I, oh, no man. but can we appreciate the time of having to fold so many I don't know if you guys have you guys ever never, done paper run never I actually god damn it takes a lot of time like it consumes a lot of your time to actually fold the papers because they give you a whole bunch and I used to do mine in um, Bishopdale area yeah um, like I don't know why I did it I only got paid $40 I did it for two days so I got paid $80 um, for something that like was not like that consumed my whole weekend like basically wow. to do it um, yeah I, I would, don't know and I would say it's a good job if you don't like dealing with customers yeah because you're on your own you're just doing your own yeah. thing yeah get going on your bike and throw papers yeah mm. it's not bad and then I think when I was 16 that's when I got my second job and then like a proper one and then that's when I started to work full time basically because I was the girl loved the money so she picked up every shift she could like yeah, good on you. Money on the social life. Man, hmm. tried to say I was a nerd. But she still knows <laughs> half a Christchurch, so like she's got somewhat of a social life. Yeah, yeah. No. it's honestly just out there and doing. That's mm. that's it. Yes. Well, how about a um, best? Do we have a best boss experience that we could talk about? Oh, um, I mean, I do. Like, I oh, I mean, like, I guess this job was probably like, I don't know. She was always so supportive. I felt like I always be like to her, I'd be like, hey, like you know, I. I don't think I'm really doing right. Like, you know, I think the parent's going to yell at me, all this. And she's like, why do you think so? And I'd be like, well, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, when you tell the kids off too much, they're going to tell me, you know, they tell me off. And like, no. Like, she's always just been so supportive. I always just feel like, I don't think this is the right job for me. She'd be like, no, like, it's fine. And I and I knew I was probably, like, the worst one out of hmm. all the worst. Okay, probably not the worst one, but probably one of the worst. But, I mean, to be fair, all the kids leveled up. I always get, like, a lot of um, kids leveling up. But anyways, um, but she was, I probably, like by far favorite favorite manager i she was very understanding on like how you know the team works and everything you know like how young people work and she understands and like she like totally understand people come in and go and like when you're short staff she understands your short staff like you know like there's nothing more you can do it mm. and she never tells i don't think she, i've ever heard her t- tell anyone off like I don't know. Basically treating man. treating you like a human being. Yeah. <laughs> Having understanding yeah. your emotions. Doesn't take much. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. And yeah. then there's, I always had like another manager. She was kind of like, I think she loved me too much but she gave me too many shifts. Mm. That I was kind of like. She just want to see you. <laughs> <laughs> she goes like, oh, you know, you just remind me of my daughter so much. Like, you know, yeah. she lives in Wellington. She's not here. And then I just happened to get this job and then like COVID hit. So then, so this was like a, um, a rest home oh. so obviously essential worker had to work and she was like oh, perfect timing like why don't you just you're not working all your other jobs you can work just here so she gave me like shifts every single day which is uh, it was pretty tiring um considering it'll be like six in the morning to like 6 p.m at night so it's like a 12 hour shift basically um and it's kind of like you're i get it that you give me the love and support and everything too much can be, you know, mm. kind of bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I appreciate her, but, 
Yeah. Mm. Too much is too much? Too much so is too much. This good story turned into a bad story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, in a way, like, I appreciate her that, you know, that she was very kind to me and everything. Mm-hmm. That's Well, I think it's the reason because she's so kind to me, which is the reason why I probably... You want to work s- harder? No, why I probably was willing to do all those shifts. Oh. Um, <laughs> you know, if she was, like, real mean, then I would, um, you know, not stay longer. But I stayed longer because she was a nice person. And, you know, sometimes when you meet a nice boss... You will... You want to stay? Yeah, you'll uh. stay, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, do you want to go or...? Yeah, I'll yeah. go quickly. So, I'll keep it short. My good experience is the job I have right now. Well, it's not really the job I have right now because I haven't worked there in six months, but, like, <laughs> I'll get onto that soon. So, like, I've been at this place. Um, if you know, it's a, a place on New Regent Street. It's really a really popular Thai restaurant. It's freaking good. But, like, everyone I work with there is super pleasant. They're so lovely. Mm. They're like they're pretty much like my aunties and sh- uncles and stuff. Mm. But um, yeah, like everyone there is just so nice, down to earth. Like they understand like what is what you're going through, how they can help you out. Like it's just simple things like that, eh? Like just like knowing what. Like I think it's really important to know what the, your workers are going through to be a manager. Yeah, like, cause, totally. Because now I've been working there, I'm like nowadays it's just me and the chef which is super it's super cool we get to like talk and whatever and chill out but like when the work needs to be done like we know it needs to be done and it's it's lovely so uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I feel like when you go to work so you basically work with all these bunch of people you actually don't know but you connect with them but the whole reason is they don't actually know you outside of work exactly so you can rant as much as you want to them because you know yeah. they're not going to tell anyone you know because they're just, you know. So mm. I have a quick story about a great manager. Yeah. It's, um, so it's one of me and Moore's close friends. Daniel is a manager of <laughs> a um, of a of a uh, movie theatre, mm-hmm. which may have been mentioned before. But mm. what I I want to shout him. Oh, I don't want to shout. I'm talking about him as a good manager because every time I go up there, it, all the coworkers are always like bubbling to be around Daniel. Like, mm. I talked to a couple of his coworkers and. I am not lying. They sound exactly the same as Daniel. Like they're like picking up his mannerisms and oh, his like yeah. speeches and like his little quotes and stuff. Wow, like, he's like morphing his co- his little workers <laughs> into like minions of his. But it's yeah. crazy it's like leadership. It's no ca- like oh man, he's got like all these little hand signals he does, and it's it's crazy. Man, like, so like a good leader, like a good and people leader, want to follow. and people want to work with him, which is like I think it's a really good example. Cause yeah, it's funny because you see that man as someone who's like quite quiet and everything <laughs> but mm. I guess if man can do his job he's, he's he can do his job, job. and yeah. the thing is leadership comes in through many different ways exactly yeah. you don't have to be like a vocal ways. person you can just be like more <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> I thought you were going to say Daniel <laughs> so I mean I've got like one also at my current job um, and I mean I totally agree with all the things you say but another thing I reckon that's important is like if they if they support they provide opportunities to you yeah. to like improve mm. and like train you. Cause like, say I got into the tutoring business um, and I didn't have any tutoring experience. Mm-hmm. And this um, this guy took me on without any kind of like teaching. I hadn't even like done that at university or anything, but he liked who I was and he saw that I was keen to just, you know, do this. Cause I love spending time with kids. I love teaching kids. And um, so he, he had me there and he's given me like multiple sessions a week and like I'm working with all these teachers that are a lot more senior than me but um, he was willing to train me in everything like I needed to do to be a good tutor um, in, their, in their establishment and like 
he's he's given me like this ability to tutor like overseas if I wanted to go travel. Yeah, it's like I really wanted some like local tutoring experience before I did anything. So I really like that. And also he cultivates a good community Mm -hmm. because every term um, before the school holidays, he'll get all the tutors together and he'll host like a really nice um, afternoon tea. And like, I've always loved the amount of food that he brings to these things. Like he just brings like hummus, crackers, biscuits, all the, all the stuff you'd want. And, um, yeah, like he he always like thanks us for the work we do because like you know he owns the thing so he he's just grateful that we're turning up. Yeah. And so because of that, like I have covered many shifts mm-hmm. for him. You know, he's asked me to come in. I've said, yeah, I'll cover because I like you. You know, you've done good for me. I'll do good for you. Like I kind of told him I was struggling financially. He immediately started like trying to get kids together so that I could get another session another slot like he kind of pulled some strings took a kid from here and there gave me another slot so um yeah like that's another way that a boss can be really good is they they see your potential and then they give they let you grow in the role yeah Yeah. like you know my good manager that I really like so I obviously I did swim teaching so like no experience in like teaching ever nor any experience with kids Mm. And I, the reason why I applied for this job was, you know, after high school, I wanted to go to Camp America and you needed to find a category oh, to yeah. join it. I'm like, I've got no talent. I can't, ca- like, teach kids anything. And I was like, all right, swim teaching's the one. There's a job for it. I'm going to go for it. And she's, I was like, I'm sorry, but I have no experience in any of this. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to keen. I'm willing to keen. I'm, I'm willing. I am willing and keen. Yeah, <laughs> willing keen. to be keen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to learn and everything. And she's like, yeah, you know what? She, she like, accepted me straight away and she's like... I like that your passion and everything, and mm. and she's like, see potential, and she grew me, yeah. And I was mm. I was super grateful, and I as a still to this day, while I was working the whole time, I swear to God, I the amount of times I was thinking about studying teaching was crazy. I was like, yeah, I'll study teaching. Oh, but yeah. Then I was like, nah, but yeah, low key, kids are kind of <laughs> like annoying. But I'm like, but I kind of enjoy it, but. You know, like I, and it could still be a potential job for me, and that would have never happened if she never gave me that opportunity. And now I can go to Camp America and be like, I can teach. True, this. they so, love lifeguards and stuff yeah. at Camp America. Lifeguards, yeah. lifeguards, anything. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear about how I failed? I wanted to be a lifeguard this summer. Oh. I um went there for the swimming test. So you got to like be fit enough to swim, and I was like, they said um two hundred meters freestyle. 50 meter, 100 meters backstroke, 50 meters breaststroke. It's like easy. What's that? Like two lengths. Mm-hmm. So that's eight lengths yeah. of freestyle. And I go in there and I start like swimming as fast as I can. And after two lengths, I'm already exhausted. Yeah. I'm like, I just went for a sprint race. I went like, how many more? Six more. It's like, I don't know if I can do this. I slow down. I do two more. And I'm like, I'm halfway through and I'm going to die. <laughs> so like I legit just failed the swimming test. And then I got out. She said, you can try again if you want. And I was just sitting there for 10 minutes, just like <laughs> breathing, like trying to calm myself down. And then after a while, she said, all right, you better yeah. better get in there. I was like, I'm not ready for this. Do you reckon this. like from their point of view, they're just awkwardly standing like, there watching you? Being yeah, like who the life. hell is this guy who turns up and can't even swim? Nah, but they gave you an opportunity and that's a good thing. And see yes, straight away being like... Yeah. They did. They yeah. gave me a chance. Um, they gave me two chances. But no, nah, it's fine. It's like every job you don't get, you kind of find something else that might have been better and you're like... I'm glad. It's meant to be, you know, meant to be type stuff. Um, Did you have any good workplace, Maria? 
Yes, um, I want to say shout out to Stu, our king. We miss you. Um, love Stu. So, <laughs> we love Stu. Um, so he was one of mine in um, Moore's and Josh's managers when we first she started was about to get a me. job. <laughs> well, you weren't in luck, so. I was. Oh my God, I'm going to start up. Anyways, continue. <laughs> And he was absolutely so patient. I remember this one night they put me um, and someone else on and we did $1,000 worth of bar refunds because we were going, what the hell was on? Uh, and he was so patient and like made sure that everything was okay. And I felt so bad because towards the end he didn't get um, treated the best, which really sucks. But love you, Stu. Um, but he was honestly one of the best managers I've ever had and when I became a manager he trained me for a bit and he was so patient so love him Um, but um, should we talk about the anonymous stories that people have sent in yeah and and since you're on the phone Maria you should should just fire off on that yeah yeah so I want to say shout out to Megan because she sent through some really good stories she gave me permission to say her name so, um, here is one. Uh, when she found out a girl was being massively underpaid, like way under minimum wage, um, and they told her to complain, and we all got put on notice, and she got fired. Damn. Damn. Yeah. That's dead. Straight up, that is toxic. And, like, the thing is, that manager must have knew that, like, what they're doing. And then... Could have been illegal as well. They got caught. Yeah. But uh, most people don't want the drama of court, eh? They just get out of there. Well, it's crazy, because I feel like I've been in many workplaces where things go wrong, but no one's willing to say anything because it's like, we kind of need the money, you know? It's like, And it's like... Like, you know how they always say, have you ever had any problems, like, when you apply for jobs, like, with your previous job, yeah, like, you know, and it's yeah. kind of like, you don't if I do this, like, yeah. you know? That's why you don't want to get involved, like, you know, court cases, I guess, yeah. unless you have to, but what about, like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's what unions are for as well, to protect yeah. you, but I don't know, yeah. I never really, anyway, yeah. Do you have anything else, Mary? Okay, so another one um, from Megan. She says, the time when they changed the contact um, mid-shift and said, if I didn't sign it, oh, she means contract, not contact. Let me reread it. (laughs) The time when they changed the contract mid-shift and said, if I didn't sign it on the spot without reading it, I would be fired. Honestly, (laughs) like... Who are these people, eh? Delivering these ultimatums, like... (laughs) God damn. Why? Do you reckon, like, it's the same job or not? Like, I've noticed she had multiple ones, but, like, do you just reckon, like, it's like, you if you don't sign this, you're out, but also, like, you some people are just not going to be paid right like, throughout, you know yeah, what I mean? You're going like, to do one illegal thing, you might yeah. as well do them all. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, um, so I have a funny one from Ruben. Um... <laughs> He also gave me permission to say mm-hmm. thing. Yes, and I've read this one, <laughs> so, so I'm looking forward to this. His, his one was um, someone... Um, you, what's the word? <laughs> How do you poop. say it nicely? Say poop. Yeah, say poop. poop. In a bin on April Fool's to annoy their boss. No shots. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Who in the right mind? Like, you must really hate your boss to do that. Because I'm pretty sure I read the next message and it said, the boss knew it was April Fool's and then he realised. But I'm like, still in... Still poo. Yeah. Like, imagine just looking back at the security cameras and you just see oh one of your co-workers oh just pull down your pants and just let it out, you know? Yeah, no, <laughs> And, like, you must have to... Like, he must... All right, so you also got to get the timing right. So he must out of thought this and been like, okay, I'm going to, like, build this up. And I'm gonna do it now, or he just and just maybe then like you know what? I'll let it out. Yeah, like I need to let that. Out. And you know what? It's like before today. Why not? Yeah, you know? use it as an excuse. But nah. yeah, that nah. is messed up. Has anyone witnessed anything like that bad at their workplace? <sighs> no. Okay, so we work with civil normal human yeah. beings. I, I, yeah, I <laughs> I mean, it's a, I hope this wasn't Ruben and he's just saying it was another co-worker. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'll speak for a friend. I would, yeah, <laughs> would not put it past him. Not wrong. Anything else, Maru? Uh, okay, uh, let me go through them. Okay, so when Megan was working at a... Um, she was working at a previous job, not the job she works at now. Someone in the kitchen stuffed up an order and screamed at her so loud that she heard them from like the other side of the building. Can relate. Hmm. Can, yeah, I relate with that so much. Yeah, yeah. So kitchen staff and screaming um, is it? Like, yeah. Um, also, the time when um, she went in to a complex that she used to work at, um, and they wouldn't sign that she worked there so she could get her duty manager's bar license for her current job that's kinda I just feel like you know like when a staff member leaves although you don't like them I feel like as a good human being you should just support them there's not enough good human beings in the world (laughs) you're not not wrong wrong. but I'm like why hold a grade against someone just let them move on through life like they won't if you just do this once they want peace to yeah. again. Yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? yeah. I find it funny when you're like, oh, I've got to be good because i got to get a good reference. And then you never end up, like, using them because you, like, left on awkward terms or whatever. It's like, man, all that time I spent trying to be a good reference. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes not worth it. And you'll be you'll be surprised, like, there'll be plenty of... Like, nowadays, references doesn't have to be from where you work. It could just be a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, some person you do outdoor activities yeah. with, like so many of my friends just use their friends as references. Yeah, it's, oh, crazy. it's just what you do. Yeah, yeah. I've heard like um, you know my fellow tutors that are a bit older, but they've offered to be my reference. Yeah. I mean, they're not my direct boss. I would probably still use him because he's cool. Yeah. But it's like people are just offering. I'll be your reference. And, and honestly, like so, I've been many people's reference as like their like manager, mm. and literally they just ask you like the question and you can just honestly if you get your friend they can just fake it like they can just be like yeah I work with this person yeah they're always on time you know it's just like they don't actually like invest in your your position mm-hmm. they just like want to know about the coach so you, honestly like nowadays you can just easily you know mm-hmm. get a good reference yeah. from your friend or something like that nah is that is that how many more have you got there Maria that was pretty good well I have another one this is an anonymous one Okay. All right. So it is, I lent my co-worker $2,000 because she had an unexpected medical bill come up and she crashed her day the day, uh, crashed her car the day later. One year later and she has only paid me back $700. She hasn't paid me back anything else in mm. like four months and I see her frequently at work and I don't know how to address it. <sighs> Oh, that's a good question. Shout out insurance fraud. I reckon she's done a hit and run on that car. 
and oh. use the money for excess and mm. got bags man like double yeah <laughs> what should we give advice what's to the that? advice on that I feel like please learn your lesson and like be wisely with your money next time like mm. but like I totally understand you're trying like, to you be know, a good sort yeah but when like yeah when you start putting money in there mm-hmm. people can change like that yeah especially when it's thousands you know 50 bucks then again i've seen people lose friendships over 50 bucks and you know refusing to pay back that's another story but with that you've got to i reckon it's like you don't lend that much money unless i don't know you trust them with your life like here's here's a plan i reckon you can do what you do, since you see them often, you have your phone with you, record the voice message, <gasps> have a chat about it, literally talk about it. That is proof, because mm. that's technically stealing and there's being a thief, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally recorded it. You can Get evidence. Pro- you can, yeah, you can definitely, you don't have to go to police, but I'm sure you can probably call them out. And it's, like, yeah, it's kind of one of those things like, you want to play that game and not pay me yeah. back, then I, you want to play yeah. dirtier, then I will, and yeah. So record them and then say, hey, like, $2,000 a lot, you earned that money yourself. Yeah. If they can't earn that money themselves and they're begging, like, you know, yeah. like how you. Much, how much do they pay back? 700. 700. So they saw 1,300 left. And they, what, it took them a while, right, Marie, to um, pay back that 700? Yeah, it took them months. Yeah. yeah. The fact that it's been four months and nothing, like, there should be a plan in place yeah. to and put it back. You, if it was a co worker, they're earning money too at the workplace. You can always put aside, you can always just be like, hey, I'm really struggling, but can I at least put ten dollars in? Ten, like, and honestly, if they are willing to put any amount, I'm sure the person who's giving yeah. would res- like be uh, with understanding, because you know. But if they put no effort into trying to like give back anything, yeah. it's you want to know yeah. that person's still trying their yeah. best, eh? Yeah, a favorite plan or something, you know. I always just jump them. Literally jump on them. Just waste my money. But yeah, honestly, I think. 1,300 is still a lot. And if you see them every day, you need the money back. Like, I honestly think you should probably find a way to actually, like, get evidence or something like that. Or, you know what? Talk to their parents. Like, sometimes I've I've heard people who do that. And, you know, if you... Honestly, like... I feel like <laughs> yeah. if someone did that to me, I would not be appreciated. I'd, I'd probably so, do everything I could. Yeah. Like, you know, that's a lot of and money. And the thing is... You actually need to teach them a lesson because if they're not going to ever learn if you don't actually pressure them for the money and they're just going to do it to other people and I don't think you would appreciate if other people are doing that. Mm-hmm. If, if they're doing that to other people too, in my opinion. Yeah. So I feel like you should be the one stopping it now. And I feel like if you actually get your friends to help you, I'm sure you'll get plenty of support, like 100%. Yeah. 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 That's my take. That's very good. I reckon with the last, like, we've got 20 minutes left, I reckon we should do some co-workers. Does anyone... I've got I've got a bad coworker I could start with. Yeah, I've got yeah. a bad one too. But you, I think you should you should get a start. All right, I'll fire one off. Um, so there was this job where things just I was there for a while and like things started kind of getting more and more tense between me and some of the other coworkers. I think there was just some drama. It was like an earlier job, high school kind of stuff. Um, but suddenly I was the the one that no one liked anymore. Wow, that's an over exaggeration. But I wasn't in with the the cool kids or whatever. <laughs> And um, so s- certain little things started happening, and there was this one time that, you know, my shift was starting at five, and I was in the staff room, like, you know, 10 to, and this other coworker came in, acknowledged me, and then started his shift at five. And I came in there, I, like, signed in at, I think it must have been 5.01, 
So like I was a minute late to my shift, even though I was at the staff room. At least you're honest though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this um this coworker that saw me in the staff room then told the manager that, you know, I'd been sitting in the staff room and, and like was purposely late. And like you know, lazy you and stuff. You want to be purposely like that. Looks so bad on you. Yeah, that is such like a dumb thing to say. In my, in and my opinion. yeah, and this was at a time when you know it was not that busy at this job. So me being a minute or two late was not a big deal. Like you know, if this coworker hadn't mentioned that I'd signed in two minutes late, manager wouldn't have noticed. Nothing would have happened. Well, the thing is, like, for me, like, I will see some staff come in, like, eight minutes late, and they're right five o'clock. And I'm yeah. like, okay, eight minutes oh. is close to ten minutes. Like, and I'll just be like, you know, they're not honest. But then there's you who's, like, yeah. literally being honest about it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. why are you calling someone out for being honest? You exactly. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honest, yeah. I think as long as you don't take the mic, like we were saying, and, you know, start lying yeah. about it. But, yeah, that kind of annoyed me. I still get why coworkers get so wound up about that stuff. Yeah. Like, one minute isn't going to take any dollars <laughs> off your paycheck. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, I reckon maybe he was trying to, you know, become a manager or, like, you know, trying to... Favoritism or something yeah. like yeah. that. That's crazy. Mm. No, fair enough. Do you have any? Yeah. Um, so, back to this, this job where I stormed out. Before that, there was me and this lady, co-worker. Her, she was, I was about 16, 17 at the time, and she was about... Whoo, 22, 23. Yeah. And she was um, a Thai woman, a bit a bit large, you know, but you know. Yeah. It's not, and uh, mm-hmm. she, there was this one time, so I was in year 12, and it was on my physical peak, I like to think of the time. I was <laughs> hitting the Man gym. Was popping. I was hitting the gym, I, I was eating healthy, lifting you know, lifting weights, got a few gains and got a few packs, you know, in the stomach area. And uh, there was this, we were cleaning at the bar at the time and this and this chick she just came up to me and she just grabbed my like my torso my abs and she's like damn that's real stiff out of like, nowhere and you guys are close and not, not close not we're not close. really close we're just co-workers like i, I was just in, like we we're like you know we're good co-worker friends yeah. kind of but, but they're like she like i was <laughs> i was she like fully grabbed it and nah. like caressed it and oh stuff no. like tensed it i was like what the hell but yeah. i'm like 16 so i'm like Cool. But even yeah, if you're wearing a shirt, like, they should know that what you have. That's like, yeah. that is messed Dude, up. That, 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 that's your sexual harassment. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, this yeah. is sexual harassment, yeah. right? But yeah. I didn't know any better because I'm like 16 and years old. And the thing old. is, like, men can also get sexually oh, yeah. harassed. Oh, yeah. And that's Tell true. me about it. You know, you mentioning that, I remember um, at a job that I was at. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a job and um, I was leading some customers to their table and one of the dudes just, like, full on slapped me and slapped me on the but like quite hard and it was like I mean that was more of a customer thing but it like kind of kind of shook me because I was like do I just carry on because I felt a little bit you know violated I was like what the hell was that Um, cheers and then the girlfriend was apologising oh you know he's had a few drinks and he's so sorry um, so I carried on, but I was like, man, that was just a little bit, uh, yeah. like, weird. Did they give you a big tip? Yeah. No, oh. no. A bit rude. They should have. Yeah, yeah that yeah. would have made up for it. But, yeah, I mentioned it to the manager, and they said, you know, you don't have to serve those customers anymore. And I was like, yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. But, yeah. I had um, a situation. So, basically, I was working at a workplace. They opened a new branch. So I decided, oh, okay, I'll go work at that branch, right? Um, I was 16 at the time, so we had a training day, 
Um, and then, you know, we had another training day for a, nef- a different section of the um, complex. So I realized, like, like, this dude put his hand up and asked a question about it. And I was like, oh, so he's going to be working the same, like, area as me. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And I remembered, like, I was waiting at my for my mum to pick me up at the bus exchange. And no, I was 16. And I told this guy I was 16. And um, basically, and he was 21 at the time. And... I basically, we were talking and basically the whole time, this is a wee kind of like warning about, you know. Oh, jeez. Um, oh. Like, I know it's yeah, or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah. He like basically just talked about how I should basically like suck him off in like the hey, bus exchange toilet. No. And he knew I was 16 and he admitted to Josh actually mm. to um, that he was actually trying to hit on me um, when he first started and it was just kind of like messed up because he kept talking about like his you know his pubes oh. and then like, like <laughs> it was oh. just like oh I'm into like you're into older men right and I'm like what right. no and he just goes like oh do you like white like you know no it was, morals it was and it was just kind of like so the next day at the training I literally had beef with him because of that it was of just course. not okay it's and he crazy. thought I was like flirting but I was just generally being nice because I'm like okay I'm going to be working with this person I'll go talk to him because you know we're going to be working for a long time uh-huh. And yeah, and things didn't get. That yeah, much and I was better. just like the fact that he even said that to me when he first even met was actually real messed up because I was really Super young, messed up, and like real messed up. And yeah. I was like, and he even said like, why are they hiring people of like under the age of eighteen? So why are you hitting on someone who's under age of it, like, under the age of eighteen? And it was kind of like. Yeah. I've never felt so uncomfortable in my life. But then I'm like, I can't just leave because I'm well, like, I'm going to be working with this guy. Do you know the issue is that like I'm I'm I know this person was reported mm-hmm. for other for that incident. I don't know, but other incidents and nothing happened. I mean, incident reports they file off, nothing happens. Corporate look yeah. at it, and that sucks because it's like, you know. Um, you should believe it if there's multiple incidents yeah, happening. Exactly. Something should happen. They just waited till he quit because they didn't want to yeah. deal with the drama. Well, to be fair, I think, like, also none of us were willing to tell um, the manager. Like, I feel like... Oh. I think it was when we do, it's all a bit too late, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I told my manager about it, and then she's like, why didn't you mention this earlier? And I'm like, you know, like, I'm going to be working this guy. I don't really know what he can do. Yeah. Like, to me, like, you know, mm. he knows who I am. Like, it's actually a very scary, very scary. Yeah, and, like, yeah. with your situation, like, did you even told the manager? Like, no, yeah, like, I froze you up. just don't know what yeah. to do at that point, you know? Like, sometimes it comes in a shock, and you're like, right. what the heck do I do? Like, mm. you know? And it's real bad feeling. Yeah, that's a pretty nasty co-worker. That's yeah, a, that's a no maidens, man. Yeah. Crazy. Um, where's co-worker? Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> so, does Maria have any, or...? Yeah, um, so I had a co-worker, um, and everything I did, he would just put me down, um, and I absolutely hated being on shift with him, um, and I told management so many times, um, and they tried to fix the issue, but the guy just wasn't willing, um, and there was just this one day, and I just could not do it anymore, um, and my other co-workers had my back and stood up for me because um, I cannot be a confrontational person sometimes um, and so I really respected them for that uh, but once I kind of like got to know this annoying co-worker I actually love to wind them up it's so much fun mm-hmm. just getting to annoy them if you know what I mean yeah mm-hmm. 
but yeah so um, they become almost yeah, like I a like favorite worker one of the worst managers like i have ever had was when um at one of my past jobs there was a manager that was really like touching feely um, <gasps> i know exactly who you're talking about and i relate i relate because did the same thing to me oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Especially since we were all super young as well, and it was just so gross and inappropriate. And for me, I think it's such a shame because, like, if you speak to most of the girls from that worked at that place, and there was like sixty to eighty of us that worked at the time, um, they would probably say the same thing. Well, it's messed up because that dude was like thirty. And it's like, yeah. why, you what know, we're, going all, we're on, all so yeah. young. Yeah. Why was this? And it's like, it's just messed up. Exactly. And it's, it's so gross. Yeah. And I think just related to this, I think Marie and I also witnessed another co-worker who Jesus. at parties would talk about our, like, private parts. Ooh. If you remember who that was. Yeah. Yeah. It was not the, like, he'll come, just come up to us and just, you know, basically, oh, yeah, man. it was... A messed up situation, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Man. So definitely get out of that situation if you're in mm, guy. Yeah. Good advice. On workplace. Yeah, honestly, if it actually happens, just let the manager know. They actually were willing to support you, like, 100%. But sometimes if you leave it too late... Yeah. It's too late to take action, yeah. eh? Yeah. And it's, like, straight away, like, there are so many good people out there who and would understand, like, you know, that if this has happened, you know... They'll take action, mm-hmm. definitely 100%. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, guys, that kind of takes us almost to the end of our episode, and I reckon we've done some really good discussion here yeah. about we've covered worst and best bosses. We've covered worst co-workers. Uh, we didn't get time for best co-workers, mm. highlight of co-workers, but we did get a shout-out from a couple people, yeah. so yeah. that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we can save the flatmate one for the next episode because I'm yeah. sure there's plenty of tea to be spilt with yeah, that one. Yeah, um, Just before we do conclude this all, please make sure we are now starting to um, do anonymous like stories and stuff like that. Right. So if you have any stories or anything you want us to discuss about please head to our Instagram page. It will be in our bio and just write any stories you'd like yeah. to. And At tea and time Yeah, out. and it's it's anonymous. Like, we don't even know who you are. We can't see it. And we would love to hear from you. And I think for just to end this up, should we say something like, what's our ideal workplace? Or, like, mm. you know, something we want to give to the listeners, like, any yeah. advice or anything. And I think we should start with our special guest tone. <laughs> <laughs> I've been put on the spot here because <laughs> I've got nothing. But my ideal workplace, really... I just think I mean, everyone is a human, normal human being that can treat each other with respect and kindness. And, you know, and maybe a couple of co-workers yeah. that you can just vibe Have some with. fun yeah, with. Like, yeah, like, if you're if, if work is fun, then, like, what is it, like, 60% of our life is working, then 60% of your life is fun, right? Totally. So it's yeah. like totally. anything, like, yeah, just, just, just be chill, man. Chill out, relax. Everyone's yeah. going through the same stuff you are, so, like, Completely. just love it. Yeah. yeah, I think for mine will just be, in the end, work is work. It's not going to take up your whole time. Like, you're just here yeah. for the money. Just, like, you know, there's other great things that you could be worrying about, and it's not work. Yeah. That's my advice. So, Oh, yeah, cool. That's good advice. And then mine would just be look for people that support you, mm-hmm. give mm-hmm. you room to grow, um, and cultivate, like, a sense of community. Yeah, because if you have a connection with your coworkers, community with your 
your boss and, and yeah, everything, you'll feel that purpose. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, everyone needs purpose in life. If you feel like you're doing good stuff at your job, then yeah, you're doing all right. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, all right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for this, and thank you, Tone, for coming on. You've been great. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it's been so fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so signing out now. It's been me, Josh, and more, and Tone. Thank you for listening to Tea and Time Out, guys. We'll see you next Monday, uh, next Wednesday, the next month. <laughs> I screwed that over. Maria, say goodbye. Bye, guys. Thank you for having me on the phone. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks, guys.